light coming to you live from the darkest pits. It's us, American Pale Nails. <laughs> Your nerdy beer tasting podcast. It's looking for a new slogan, apparently. Yeah, well, thanks for correcting that. Yeah, yeah. But as always, I'm your host, Jeremy. And with me, as always, is Michael. It's a good attempt. I like, <laughs> I, I like the effort. Yeah. You have much more heavy metal, deep voice experience than I do. You see, I think it's more of a, I just watched a lot of garbage horror trailers over the years. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Jeremy, we were talking about the Crypt Keeper last episode. We were talking about the Crypt Keeper. Did you... Now you're a big horror fan, especially old school. Indeed. Uh, did you watch a lot of Crypt Keeper, or was he too late, or was he cable? I can't even remember. Uh, all of those things. <laughs> we did not have HBO. Oh, he was HBO. I didn't even know I'm that. I'm pretty sure Tales from the Crypt was on HBO. I uh, I enjoyed the Tales from the Crypt. I've seen some of them, but not nearly enough. I should really rectify that. I imagine it's on HBO Go. Yeah. Maybe? I remember seeing them on, like, USA, but... Oh, yeah, HBO. They probably had, like, a syndication on some... Yeah, it's it's just not the same <laughs> when it's syndicated. I remember watching a weird one. I only watched it, like, once or twice, like, mm-hmm. almost instantly. I wasn't, like, seeking it out. Because um, you were a good kid. We've established Exactly. Those. Or I didn't stay up that late, probably, was the more thing. But the lady, like, killed a guy in a soap factory... Mm-hmm. And he fell into the like the vat of soap, and then she washed herself with the soap. But his decomposition in the soap changed the formulation, and her skin started to melt. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I think the closest thing I got to Tales from the Crypt was uh, probably the movie uh, Creepshow. Oh, you ever, okay. you ever watch Creepshow? I don't think I've seen Creepshow. I think um, I've seen some movie pundits talk about it on. YouTube. It's both, uh, I believe they're both based on the EC comics, like just the crazy horror comics of like the 50s and 60s. Uh, Creepshow is a Stephen King movie, technically. Oh, there you go, too, right up your alley. And they are uh, written by Stephen King, his screenwriting debut, um, for shorts, or five, rather. And there's there's a Creepshow, too, and they're, they're making a, a series of it on Shudder, my beloved Shudder. Oh, they're bringing it back. Mm-hmm. All written by Stephen King and his son, uh, Joe Hill. I'm excited. Yeah, that sounds like something you'd enjoy immensely. I think in Creepshow is where Stephen King also makes his acting debut. (laughs) I think he turns into a plant in that one. (laughs) I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, that sounds hilarious. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So we have a double header of trivia, Jeremy, so should we get right into it? Let's do it. Because we got the family cards, and as we did last time, I'll just throw these um, kids category questions at you, and you can try to whip through them, because usually they're pretty, pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we'll do the uh, adult. Um, God. <laughs> it sounds so weird. <laughs> I know, the adjective adult has been ruined. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, here we go. Mature? No. Mat- <laughs> no. Elder? Mm-hmm. The elder cards. What gift bearer is called Papa Noel in Brazil? Santa Claus. Yes. What receptacle does Sesame Street's Oscar the Grouch live in? Garbage can. That's correct. What? Well, this is kind of a good one. What day of the week is named for the Norse god Woden? Friday. Wednesday. That was my second guess. I was what? going Freya. Oh, thought about it too much. Mm-hmm. I, I did, yes. <laughs> what carnivorous... 
<laughs> These are like kids' favorite things. What carnivorous dinosaur has been called the tyrant? I'm assuming it's a T-Rex. Yeah, the Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> oh. hmm. What sporting arts are taught by a sensei? I mean, they're probably going for karate. Yeah, M- martial arts. Okay. Which I think sensei is a Japanese word, and I think martial arts are more broad than that. But anyway. Michael? Uh, all right. I'm thinking about it too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what does Wee Willy Winky wear when he goes running through the town? <laughs> <laughs> Is it a nightcap? When I hear the word "wee willy winky," I just assume he's running around with a candle on the little uh, yeah the thing in a nightcap. Uh, his nightgown okay. running through his town in his little nightgown. I'm gonna uh, count that as half points. Yeah, because if you have a nightgown on, you better have a. You better have the cap yeah, on, and yeah, if you yeah. no, if you have the cap on, you better have the nightgown on. Otherwise, you look like a someone who needs to be on a watch list of sorts. Yeah, they should bring back those candle holders, like with a finger grip. There's nothing stopping you from doing it. <laughs> Running through the town in my nightgown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're gonna do for Halloween next year. <laughs> Not as a part of a costume, but <laughs> no, you're you know. Um, hopefully, some more challenging questions. Ah, oh, boy. Um, what two-letter nickname do Australians use for their country? AU. I thought it was OZ. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, Oz. That's correct. Good work, Michael. Way to go. Interesting coincidence here. What mature magazine had the highest <laughs> paid circulation in the U.S. in 1990? I mean, probably Playboy. Playboy, all right, yeah. Oh, Modern Maturity? Ew. What? That sounds disgusting. <laughs> Is this, um... Was that a trick question, basically? I think it was. I think it was, because Modern Maturity is the AARP magazine, renamed in 2002. I really don't like that at all. The question totally torpedoed us there. Yeah. What naval rank was derived from the Latin word caput? Captain? Yeah, that's... Corporal? I think captain. That's more likely. Yes, captain. Yeah, buddy. What do New Englanders often call a gale wind from the northeast? Chowda. No. <laughs> I almost said the answer, I think. A nor'easter? It's, it, it's a clipper. A clipper? Is it? I think that's a clipper. Because isn't a nor'easter is like a snowstorm, not just yeah. a wind? We'll enter both answers into the docket. Mm-hmm. It's a nor'easter. Like I said, it's a nor'easter. <laughs> anyway. Play the tape back. I can edit this before you get the uh, audio. <laughs> What team was George Bell playing for when he was voted baseball's dirtiest player in a poll in the Toronto Globe and Mail? Yankees, I don't know. Uh, since they have Toronto, should we just say Blue Jays? Sure. Well, no, they wouldn't call their own player a oh, yeah. They'd be homers on it. <laughs> Red Sox? Boston has alcohol problems. Phillies? Take your pick. I'll, uh, we'll do. You do Red Sox, I'll do Phillies. And it is... The Toronto Blue Jays. Son of a... Why would you call your own player dirty? You say he's misunderstood or problematic. <laughs> um, what did snuff servants watch over in ancient Roman abodes? Snuff servants? Yes. Tobacco? Uh, I feel like it's going to be drug usage of some sort, like maybe yeah. opium or something. Tobacco, did they have, opium. Did they have opium? Smokables. Okay. Candles. Oh, that is... I don't like that. Yeah. It makes perfect sense, and that's why I don't like it. <laughs> right, yeah. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. 
retroactively feel a fool. Um, yeah. Not too yeah. bad there, though. Not too bad. Not too bad. I've been going down a bit of a wiki hole. Okay. And I've made my way to Buckfast Tonic Wine. Do you ever have any Bucky? No. Are you familiar with it? No. Despite being marketed as a tonic, Buckfast has become notorious in Scotland for its association with loutish Ned culture and antisocial behavior. The reason why is because it's a 15% uh, wine that has a bunch of caffeine in it. Caffeine? Yes. <laughs> can you even do that anymore? You can in the UK. Oh, okay. <laughs> Buckfast contains 15% alcohol in the 750 mil. Oh, my God. Bottled, green bottled UK and 14.8 in the Irish version. Both versions of the drink contain phosphate and glycerophosphate. Brown bottle has caffeine content uh, equal to about a strong espresso, whereas the UK bottle has a caffeine content about equal to a strong black tea. Hmm. So 60 milligrams per 100 mils. Good lord. That's a lot. Well, especially since there's like... So if it's a 750 mil bottle... Right, exactly. So there's like seven and a half espressos in there. (laughs) Good God. But uh, I tried finding it when I was in Scotland, but it was not easily found. Hmm. The American equivalent would be like Mad Dog 2020 or something like that. Right, yeah. Except this has caffeine in it. (laughs) It just makes everything worse. Madder Dog 2020. Uh Uh-huh. There's an episode title. Shall we get into the FDR, Jeremy? You mean wherein we find a beer, drink a beer, and rate a beer? That's right. Hey, Michael, how about you tell us what we're having today? This week we have from Utah, mm-hmm. Uinta Lime Pilsner, lager with natural lime flavors. I've been curious about this one as well. There's a little gauge on the side here where it has hops, malt, body, and color, and they're all kind of on the lower end of the scale. Oh, yeah. And the lower quarter. Especially on the hops. Yeah. Jeremy, do you have any flavor text or anything? There, this is a crisp, light-bodied, and immensely refreshing, our small batch Oh boy, that's red flag number one. Lime Pilsner combines a subtle malty sweetness with hints of fresh lime for a little splash of summertime, anytime, anywhere. Which, you know what? I could go for a little splash of summertime right about now. Right, yeah. It's pretty dreary out. It is the, um, what did we call it last week? The It's the series where we're trying to get into more of Rum the lighter Springer? side. Oh. What's the, what do you call it? You said we're taking a walk on the light side or something? So I, I, oh, the light hand path? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. To try to uh, entice spring to come early and to get into some more warmer weather beers. So this being one of them. This is technically a pagan ritual, Michael. (laughs) What we're doing right now? So I'm already interested. Now, the reason why I picked this one is because A, it looked weird. Yes. And B, um, lime is traditionally associated with Mexican beers. And not much else. Yeah, that's interesting. The last time I had a lime beer was when I dressed up like uh, Zack Ryder for Halloween and (laughs) bought a that that is not a lime beer. (laughs) And bought a uh, pack of Bud Light Lime. (laughs) We're gonna we have to do that at some point, right? What dress up like Zack Ryder or get a Bud Light Lime? Do some BLLs. Those BLOs and it was so it was not good. I I think I left it at the old apartment on emerald street yeah or whatever street that was no it was emerald yeah i think they got a i'm pretty sure those got drank <laughs> over time eventually yeah i mean that was kind of the uh the place where we would all congregate before shenanigans and miscreant behavior yeah and games too right oh yeah and uh 
WWF DVD sets before the network was out. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. This smells... I was just going to say, this the smell is limey. <laughs> yeah, it smells limey. What are your thoughts on uh, limes in beer? Let's go with specifically Mexican lager. Yeah. You know, it's nice if it's just like an accent, but like as in the mm-hmm. case of Bud Light Lime, where it's like mixed in. That's why I'm a little hesitant about this one. Because if they go heavy on the lime, or if it's just like a lime burst mixed in, mm-hmm. to me it kind of ruins the beer. True. Whereas if it's like the neck lime, yeah, then it's just like a little splash of lime, a little accent. I hope that it's real lime as opposed... I think the difference between, uh, say, a Corona and a Bud Light lime is the fact that... Uh, like lime concentrate or something like yeah, that? Yeah, or... it's, it's just like sugar lime as opposed to natural lime. Yeah. It's like lime flavoring. But enough dinking around, Michael. This is this looks like a Pilsner. Fizz, it's fizzing like a Pilsner. It's a little hazier than I would have thought, but maybe that's the limedness of it. Okay, I went in. It's not, it's, it's not bad. It's not. No, it's not bad. Uh, by the way, the can features a guy um, pedal boarding, and the, instead of the sun in the background, it's a big lime. Oh, really? I, I didn't look at that. <laughs> Oh wow, that's that's pretty cool. I do like their artwork on the Uintas. Yeah, it's crisp, but it's also very limey. It does feel naturally limey, though. I almost wish I had a uh, Bud Light lime to just kind of like be like, oh yeah, that's the this is that and that mm-hmm. is this kind of deal. But fortunately, I don't. <laughs> I guess. So I, I I think the difference is is that sweetness that I'm talking about. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is whereas there's a difference between lime and limeade. This tastes lime. You get in a little more of the pith, like the little mm-hmm. there's oh, some the... lime bitterness in there. I I don't know if it's so much bitterness in this one, for me anyways. I feel mm. like it's more of a just a lack of that artificial sweetener. Mm. Corn syrup. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the controversy that's tearing apart the macro brewing industry. It's so stupid. It is dumb. This is allegedly a bohemian pilsner. This this is this is not a pilsner. Yeah, to me the this, maybe, is a, this is a fruit beer, not a pilsner. Yeah, to me it's kind of hard to it would be hard to meld the flavor of a real pilsner with noble hops with this lime flavor. It'd be hard to reconcile those two. Maybe there is noble hops in here, but they're not. I don't even know if we have an IBU, but this is they're cranked way low in order to let that lime flavor take off. So mm-hmm. maybe it's technically a pilsner, but it doesn't taste like a pilsner it has maybe a little bit of a pilsner mouthfeelish kind of but i don't know, even that it's not misnomers aside mm-hmm. do we feel that this is crisp light-bodied and immensely refreshing a subtle malty sweetness with hints of fresh lime was it a splash of summertime in a can i would say it's more than hints of fresh lime very much so it is crisp mm-hmm. um subtle maltiness did they say I, the malts are pretty dang subtle Mm-hmm. Like you said, to me, it's almost more of a fruit beer than a... I think they are there. The, uh, well, yeah, the, they're there, the, yeah, but uh-huh. maybe not as much as we'd like. Or I'd like, I should say. I shouldn't speak for you, but... Well, you can speak for me in this case, in this case only. I feel like this would work better if it was... How would you How would you fix this? Would you salt it? Um, I would... To me, this is maybe trying to go... Is this science run amok? <laughs> I think it's kind of trying to go mainstream a little bit and appeal to more of an average beer drinker. Mm-hmm. Again, that sounds like I'm being disparaging, but I'm not trying and, to be. And but... you are. 
the hoi polloi or whatever mm-hmm. it is. No, that's right. That's accurate. Um, whereas I think if if I if I were drinking it, I would <laughs> want more subtle lime and more malt and potentially even more hoppiness if you can reconcile all those flavors. Because if you could reconcile all those flavors, I'd be very impressed. This does need a hop presence. It does not. There is no hopping in here at all. Right. Well, I think it it does what they say. It's. I would say it's refreshing. I would say it's limey. Is it refreshing though? I mean, in all honesty, we're recording this when it's. It's cold out. It's cold. It's below freezing. It's real cold out. <laughs> um, but maybe yes, if it was a warmer day, this would hit the spot a little more. Maybe. Um, so I could I can see it being refreshing, but is it like refreshing me right now? Not so much. Well, Michael, what is your heat set to in your home? I think seventy. Okay, so if you were having this on a seventy degree day, <laughs> would I it think be refreshing. It would need to be at least seventy eight to well, hit the refreshment. Go turn up your heat. <laughs> Crank it up. <laughs> get a, get one of those uh, UV lamps out. The happy lamps. <laughs> yeah, the whatever the daytime lamps or whatever the daylight lamps grow light <laughs> set it at the exact angle of the sun mm-hmm. on june 22nd and uh see how it goes put those little suntan glasses on michael have you ever gone tanning <laughs> no i've not okay me neither i was just curious one of our friends in high school did that and we never let him live it down was it steve no well, okay you tell me these things um <laughs> Should we get into the rating? I feel like there's not a ton to say about this. It's not no. hobby. It's not very malty. It seems like this is just a vehicle to get the lime. Yeah. So for those at home who are wondering what this tastes like, it tastes like exactly what you think it does, I think. It tastes like a classy version of a lime beer. There you go. Because it is the body is crisp. It doesn't have that sickly sweetness, for lack of a better word. I think I know I'm going to rate it, but why don't you rate first? Okay, I'm going to go in for a sip of judgment. I just kind of took a mini sip of judgment, and it, uh, it, I think I locked in my rating, but I'm curious to see what you say first, just to... Before I rank, do you, is the flavor grinding on you at all? <laughs> I was just going to say that, yeah. Like, I'm getting towards the bottom of it now, and I'm like, it's getting pretty repetitive, a little yeah, grindy, yeah. I, I don't feel like it's oppressive. It's not oppressive, but it's just like I'm sick of this kind of deal. I'm not sick of it, but um, I've had enough of this kind of deal. Yeah. Like, I am going to finish this. I've got about a a third of the glass left. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to go 2.5 right down the middle. Okay. Um, I feel like this is right down the middle because I like the fact that the lime actually tastes like a natural lime. That's a nice... It's got that little bit of tartness to it, but not a ton. That said, Short of putting like an actual real lime in every can, you're not going to get a real lime flavor. Right. I'm sure there's some sort of weird artificiality to this, but it's it's okay. I don't know if I've had a good lime beer yet. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's okay. I I wonder what this would be like salted. Yeah, that could. Uh, Give me I... a second. You 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 talk about it. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Well, while Jeremy does that, well. I guess I can say my rating, even though he's gone. I'm going to give it a 2.25 with the caveat that if somebody came up to me and said, I love that beer, this beer is awesome, I would not discount them for saying that. Because if you like this style of beer, then I, that's this great. This is probably the way to go, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have you like digging this beer than like a Bud Light Lime, like digging a real craft beer. Mm-hmm. So, But it's just not for me. So, um, so I am... Uh... 
doing a, a trick known by uh, to us by the knob. <laughs> I was going to bring him up for uh, notoriously known in our circle for putting salt in beer and at one point um, lambasted for it. Um, but maybe he had, there was some merit there, so I can't, I'm not going to do it now, but Jeremy, you're going to pull a knob and you're going to put salt in this beer. I'm also going to pull a mic. Oh, you're going to mix it? Well, no, just because he's the one who do like, I'm going to go for it. I'm I'm doing something weird. Okay, yeah. I've uh, agitated this a little bit. Uh, it always foams the beer up. I always forget about that. I went from no foam to one and a quarter fingers of foam on there. Mm-hmm. But uh, it does make it better, actually. Really? It it kind of so there's like not a ton of sweetness, but there's just a little, or the, it it kind of cuts through the uh, the sweetness. Cuts out the noise. Cuts out the noise. Thank yeah. you, Michael. That's not bad. I don't know if it's good enough to make me like salt any other beer or or adjust my rating. Huh. I went very sparingly with the salt because that could go south real fast, especially with kosher salt. Big grain salt. That actually does make it better. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Okay. With, with, well. with salt, gets an extra quarter point. Touche. But uh, in any case, Michael, that's another one down the gullet. It is another one down the gullet. You can check us out in a variety of places, at APM Pod Everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, at gmail.com, and uh, also on Untapped, where host emeritus Mike, the aforementioned Mike. That guy. Yeah, keeps up with all of our ratings there. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe if you will if you're willing and able and you will yeah and uh but we'll leave it at that so for jeremy i've been michael for michael i have been jeremy and this has been american pale males cheers cheers